and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Thank you. Yeah, of course, buddy. I mean, you're always here. I mean, you can't get you to leave. You know. Yeah, just, I, just, I just, I, I don't get a lot of positive affirmations throughout my day. So yeah, well, you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, you're doing all right so far. Uh, we. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't cry into the mic. We got a great episode for you guys today, uh, Marshall. I was uh, I was wondering about this. When's the last time you've seen a doctor? Oh, the last time I saw a doctor, it was two jobs ago because I had insurance at one job, and yeah. I knew uh, 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 I wasn't going to get my insurance at my next job for a month. Sure. That was like in the new hire paperwork. You got you got a month of downtime. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the doctor while I have insurance. Uh, but this was right in the middle of COVID. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> and so I, <laughs> and so I I put in a a a thing to see, I set up an appointment. That's the word for it. Yeah. Man, I haven't been to the doctor in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I set up an appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and they were like, oh, you haven't been here in so long that we actually don't have you registered as a customer anymore. No. And we have to register you as a new patient. <laughs> oh, shit. This is the same doctor I've seen for, for a while. Yeah, sure. Um, we have to register you as a new patient, and unfortunately, you're on the new patient wait list instead of the like current patient wait list. We can't get you for like two or three months. Jesus Christ. And so, and so I make that appointment, and then like two or three months pass, I was in a pretty bad spot, and I literally called that doctor's office and I said hey I'm in a really bad spot could you please 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 push up the appointment at all yeah because at this point not only am I in a bad spot where I need to see a doctor but also separately my insurance goes away because I've put in my two weeks right you know what I mean I I'm on a ticking time timer (laughs) um uh they agree to push it up and the earliest day that they can see me is the day after I I leave, I leave my last job. Right. So so when your insurance should be done. Right. Correct. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh jeez. But I go to this appointment and I give them my insurance. Is this fraud? No. I hope it's not. It You're, was we we're too broke to commit fraud. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways, basically my insurance was cut out at that point and yeah. and I just paid out of pocket to see the doctor oh, and shit. I just paid yeah. out of pocket for a prescription that lasted me 1 month and yeah, uh uh, uh haven't been back. Ah, shit. <laughs> that got a lot sadder. <laughs> Then I, what I what I was hoping, and not bad, you know. Thanks for sharing, you know. They speak your truth and whatnot, but that was, woof. You asked a question and I answered. Yeah, who knew the episode Plague Two Retribution was gonna get dark? But uh, well, well let me let me brighten uh, you know people up a little bit. Let me tell you about the last time I went to a doctor. So, similar situation, I was about to get off my parents' insurance, uh, and so I was not, I was about to not have insurance. And I think we might have been living together at this time, and I don't remember if I told you this story. Oh, you told me this right after it happened, because you were so relieved. I, I immediately already know the story you're about to tell. <laughs> so. <laughs> you were so, oh man, yeah. So, um, pretty much what happened, <laughs> like, I would say a couple of months prior. I stopped jerking off, right? I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ease up on the jerking it. 
right? And so I stopped jerking off, and uh, I- Stop uh, jerking off! Yeah. They, Stop jerking off! And this is the problem <laughs> that this guy does not talk about in that fucking song. <laughs> Is that uh, uh, what <laughs> happened? I started to like my plumes, uh, my plums started to swell uh, uh, pretty bad, uh, and I have uh, some members of my family who have gone through testicular cancer. Right, that usually happens in the member. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh shit, I think I might like have early signs of like testicular cancer. Right, right, right. That's a concerning factor. Right. Yeah. And so I was worried about it. And um, I talked to a, a family member who had gone through it. And uh, uh, and so I was just like, okay, like, this might be really bad. So I go to the doctor. And then he looks at my balls. You know how doctors be. And, like, he looks at my balls. And then he starts asking me some questions. And he's like, well, have you, like, when's the, pretty much, you know, the most medical term, uh, when's the last time you come? You know, like when's the last time you came? Right? Hey, uh, when 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 you last get your nut? Yeah, when did you last skeet? <laughs> when did you, when last... you last skeet 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 skeet? Yeah, when did you last like blow your load? You know, like this is, uh, medically medically medically. Yeah, yeah. When did you? Yeah, and so he uh, he asked me that, and I was like, oh, I actually stopped like jerking off. You know, and I I I, I wasn't in a relationship at the time, so I wasn't really having sex, and. Uh, he just goes, oh, okay, yeah, you just got to do that. Because apparently- <laughs> Did uh, you say, did you say, because he was being so loose with the lingo, he said yeah. apparently like cum, nut, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. jizz, splooge. Um, um, did, did you say jerking off or did you say, I have stopped masturbating? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I think, I, I can't exactly recall the conversation- <laughs> Because at the time I was like, oh, he's about to tell me I have cancer, you know? Right, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but I just remember. That's the reason you weren't off put by him talking about cum so normally. Yeah. <laughs> but he was just like, oh, yeah, your, your epididymis, right? Which is the medical part of this conversation, uh, mm -hmm. is like mm -hmm. swollen. And he's like, and so it's just like. Is that the nut tube? Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. like the highway to your, from your, your bowels to your, to your, to your, your shaft. Uh, and he was just like, yeah, no, you just, you just got to jerk off. It like put some ice on your balls for like a, a while to like reduce the swelling. But yeah, he's pretty much like, yeah, you're good. Did you, you ask, did you, did you ask him if, if, if maybe smashing your balls with some crystals from eBay would do you any good? When someone tells you medically to jerk off more, you don't ask a lot of questions. You just kind of go, yeah, I hear that. Can I get a script for this for work? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remember being so relieved. And then just being like, holy shit. I yeah, I think I remember telling you. And then just like, he's like, yeah, this dude went to med school just to tell me I have to jerk off again. I just know? dude, you were so relieved. You were like, you were, we were standing in the living room um, um, in that little light, like in the living room side of that little doorway between the living room and the kitchen. And you just yeah. go, man, so my balls were hurting. And, you know, I... I thought I might have cancer, and I went to the doctor, and he told me I needed to pound it more. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is just weird. I mean, we have That's that sort of friendship where I can just say, hey, I got to well, jerk I mean, we off were watching more. porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had been for months, and the whole time I'm just like, <laughs> No wonder it was swollen. Yeah, no, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I remember I had to ice my balls for like like a couple of weeks too. 
No, honestly, uh, uh, you telling me that has saved me a lot of... There was there was a period in time where my, my, I had just gotten out of a relationship and my nuts were hurting really bad. Yeah. And I kept being like, no, I think I'm fine. I think I just need to jerk off more because this is exactly what happened to Zach. <laughs> and after like a month of it, I was still too paranoid. And so I went to a fucking uh, like a quack shack. Like oh, a, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a care now or something. Um, and I remember the nurse or the, the doctor came in and she also brought in a like med student or something like that with her. Like an yeah. understudy. I don't know what doctors do. You <laughs> <An know>? understudy. <laughs> um, someone, but someone came yeah. in and. And I just remember both of them just like grabbing my balls and looking at my balls and being like, "No, you're fine." And I was like, "Thank, thank you, I, thank yeah. you for not telling me I need to jerk off more." But I'm just gonna go jerk off. Yeah, my uh, my family member who had <laughs> testicular cancer, like legit, just went, "Hey, does it look like a baseball?" <laughs> And I, I go. Mean, you referred to them as plums, which yeah. is already kind of problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, you know, they were already like they were not baseball size, <laughs> but they were. That's when I knew I was like, okay, like maybe it's the start of that, but like, <laughs> but like maybe no, I, they don't, I don't look know. like baseballs. They look like softballs. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Because as soon as I was told that, I was like, oh, yeah, you should have gone to the doctor way before it got to baseball size. <laughs> right, right. I um, was looking at, like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> man, like, what sports you... reference? <laughs> like, think... above golf ball, like, slightly below, like, tennis. So it's not like... <laughs> My, my, what I'm packing, uh, it looks like two lacrosse balls and like a Walmart bag. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, this is a music discovery and comedy podcast. Uh, (laughs) Each week, Marshall and I take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. This week's episode, as you know, is Plague Two Retribution, and uh, we're we're excited for this episode. It's gonna be a great episode, uh, as you can tell with all this bowl talk. But uh, before we get started, let's get into our first segment, which is beer of the day, a staple among the the ear drunk pod. And uh, Marshall, what what you sipping on with your big lacrosse balls, <laughs> Walmart sack? One second, let me uncross my legs so I can adjust how I'm sitting. <laughs> um, today, I'm actually, uh, I'm trying this beverage for the first time. It's not a beer. Um, but this drink goes out to my buddy, uh, JB. He's been hey, to the show before. JB. Uh, JB used to drink these all the time when we used to play D&D. And what I'm drinking today is a Twisted Tea. Hey. Um, it's pretty good. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I got the peach variety. Um, let's, let's look at the can. Let's see what the can has to say. It says, Twisted Tea Peach. Um, ah, here we go. On the back, they've got, like, a little Polaroid of three dudes holding these things. And it says, uh, uh, Brent, Kyle, and Brandon in, uh, Bloomington, Emin is Minnesota, right? Bloomington, Minnesota? Yeah, I think so. Emin. That's Miami. Miami. Um. (laughs) My nanny. My nanny. My nanny, Florida. Um, but uh, uh, so Brent, Kyle, and Brandon, um, I, I, I have a koozie on here that's far too small for it, so I can't pull it down to further observe. Um, so I don't know if they're owners or if these are just guys that like sent them a selfie or what. Um, 
But it's kind of fucked up, Zach. Oh, how so? Um, so Brent, B R E N T, Brent. Yeah, Brent, Brent. I know Brent. Uh, Brandon, B R A N D E N, Brandon. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. C Y L E Kyle. C Y L Ah. C Y L E Kyle from Bloomington, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. If you're not, that is a fucked up name, bro. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like your parents are drinking too much twisted tea, yeah. and they they thought they were naming you Clyde. They just per- forgot to put the vertical line on the K. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Clyle. Clyle. <laughs> yes, mummy. Clyle. <laughs> uh, Siley. 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 <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, Zach, that's what I'm drinking, but give me a, give me a little, uh, 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 I was going to say flavor, a taste, but that's not right. I'm not going to drink your drink. What are you drinking? Yeah, well, I, you know, for me, you know, I'm all about those simple things. I'm about, you know me, I'm a bare bones guy. Got mm-hmm. a bunch of bare bones and bare arms and and just, uh, I'm, I'm naked right now because I'm just bare. <laughs> And I'm also not wearing any skin, and it's just my bones. bones. It's it's a it's a disturbing situation we have here in the studio right now. Yeah, I mean, we started with ball talk. This is what you get. <laughs> uh, but you know, so me, I'm a I'm a simple kind of man, and uh, <laughs> I'm drinking that simply spiked lemonade, strawberry uh, 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 lemonade flavor. You know what? Hell not yeah. too bad, really. Oh yeah, really drinkable. Uh, I'm already halfway through it. The episode just began. Yeah, I'm oh, about shit. a third of the way into mine, so yeah. I gotta catch up, I guess. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, we we got a lot of sode left. We got a lot of sode going on. Yeah, here. yeah. This ain't a chode. This is a sode. Nope, it's a little bit no, longer. No, this ain't a chode sode. It's a scroat sode. <laughs> Man, we've, uh, do we delete this? How do we? <laughs> I think it's time for me to get into my first segment of the show. Oh, shit. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Uh, and this is a little segment that I came up with. It's called Side Effects. Oh, shit. <coughs> so, um. Coughing. <laughs> it's not charades. That was just me coughing. Well, of course it's not charades, Marshall. You made a sound. Made a sound. <laughs> You idiot! You tell me. Um, so today, what I have done, Zach, is I have gotten four very common medications. Okay, we'll call them relatively common medications, ones that you've heard of. Sure, sure. Um, sure. and what I have done is I have created a list of the uh, uh, uh possible side effects you can get from taking these medications. Okay, and you have to tell me what the medication is. Okay. So starting at the top, that's all of these are verbatim from the internet. All right. Yeah, and we, as we know. Can't lie on the internet. Can't lie. Our first batch of symptoms. We've got hypersensitivity. Yeah. Nausea, vomiting, and the squirts. Okay. Seizures and, potentially, very rare, comas. Okay. And an old-timey doctor saying, Eureka. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say Lipitor. What? Oh no! Uh, uh, this is penicillin. Ah, fuck! Penicillin. 
Um, let me be clear. I don't want people to think I'm like against modern medicine or anything in this podcast. I'm very pro modern medicine. Um, um, I specifically picked the the really gnarly ones. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure, these are sure. oftentimes these are rare occurrences unless you have like an allergy or something. Sure, yeah. But let's move on to our next one. Yeah, we've got dizziness. We've got confusion. Ooh. We've got difficulty urinating. Uh, limbs feeling sweaty. Okay. Over time, it can even lead to a reduced sex drive. Oh, shit. But the last thing it gives you is dope beats. Um, uh, coding. Coding is correct. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say insulin. <laughs> And then he said, dope beats. And I was just like, you know I'm one of them dirty South boys. I mean, you poured your Simply Lemonade into this weird styrofoam cup. Yeah, it's a double cup. It's but a double uh, cup. you ever smoke a blunt laced in codeine? I have not. I have not. I don't recommend it. <laughs> Unless you want to get real sleepy at a party. All right. So yeah. this next one. Yep. On to, on to, this is number three number out of three. four. All right. We've got extra snot and slime, but extra like there's more of it, but also it's thicker too. Okay. We've thick slime. Thick slime, thick snot. Yeah. We've got erectile dysfunction. Ooh, that's not good. Heat strokes. Okay. Dizziness. Yeah. And that good sleep. Um. Um. Uh, God. Uh, what's it? Uh, fuck. It's the thing that Roseanne took. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Ambien. See, it's not Ambien. If it was uh, Ambien, I would have written all sorts of shit about hallucinations and, and racist like, tweets and like fucking uh, uh, dude. Have you read like the crazy shit that like Ambien does to some people? Oh yeah. There's people who have like driven their cars across the city and like fucking all sorts of shit while they're asleep. Yeah. Um, fucking wild. Yeah. Oh uh, no, this is Benadryl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm really glad I don't take that. <laughs> yeah. Stay hard, folks. <laughs> I'm glad I do. Get soft sometimes, folks. It's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> we go to different doctors. <laughs> I spilled twisted tea all over me. You spilled twisted tea on your tits. <laughs> twisted tits. <laughs> twisted tits. So our last uh, medication. All right, yeah. <clears throat> all right, Mr. Webb. Um, you've told me that you've experienced some of these symptoms, uh, grouchiness. Fuck you. Lethargy. I don't know what that is. Le being lethargic, sluggish, slow, uh, Kevin Malone-like. Uh... Paranoia. Who said that? And blacklight posters. <laughs> is this, is this THC? Is this yeah, weed? Yeah, this weed. <laughs> <laughs> Weed makes you grouchy. What the hell? Uh, that's if you stop smoking it. That's technically a stretch. <laughs> they were like, heavy long-term smokers sometimes experience these symptoms when they stop. Oh, yeah. And it was like it was like a bunch of pretty benign stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Boredom. <laughs> what we call lacrosse balls. <laughs> lacrosse balls. So, Zach, what we've got here is we've got two out of four correct, which if we reduce that fraction gets us to one out of two, one half, 50%. You did pretty good. Oh, thank you. I yeah. would say 50% is is better than we usually do on any time we play like a quiz type game. <laughs> so, so uh proud of you yeah well the i mean i won but only because of two of those drugs i've done before <laughs> and also i threw in literally a fake uh, uh fun side effect on each one <laughs> <laughs> i mean they are side effects they're not uh <laughs> you're not wrong you know you're just more experienced yeah. and seasoned i just know what those do to me yeah <laughs> Well, Marshall, uh, a great segment, and let's get into our main segment where we we have our our playlists and we're gonna talk about them. But if you could, if you could do me a huge, massive, solid favor, let the people listening know how we do this segment each week, every time, same yeah. consistency. Every t- every week, it's the same. Yes. So what we're going to do um, um, every week on our show, the same way every time, yeah. uh, is we're going to start with kind of an intro bit where Zach's going to pose a question to me, and after that I'll answer the question, maybe say something really sad, but it's okay because he'll bounce back with like a really funny Zinger story about his balls. Yeah. Uh, then we'll go into beer of the week. That's like every week, every time, first thing we do out of the intro, never miss it. Um, after that, there's going to be a segment. This week I'm going to do the first segment, which means that when we get to our main segment, Zach is going to go first with his playlist of five songs yeah now he's put this playlist together just for you so be sure to stop i'm gonna give a little moment here where you can just stop and clap for zach thank you cool and um um, it's just it's just you know he's such a good guy and uh in addition to making that playlist he has written a story to the theme of plague two retribution yeah which he will uh uh uh, recite to us Uh, at which point i will uh take my tamiflu uh, which has, <laughs> uh, which will get me back on my feet, um, and I will then do my five song playlist and also tell y'all a story. Now, just like every week, we're gonna have another segment after that, and after that, well, we got a little outro bit where we tell you to like and subscribe, or really the podcast equivalent. Yeah, um, and it's great. Thank you, J Dubs. Got a little uh, heads up on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, All right, cool. Well, so yeah, well, that's our segment. Or that's yeah. our show. Yeah. Now you guys know uh, what you're in for, and I'm just going to get crack-a-lacking on this segment. March 21st, 2040 was like any other day. People would wake up from their forehead kiss from their robot butlers. They'd walk their 3D-rendered dog in a VR dog park. They'd leave their homes to get into their Tesla monster trucks and drive to their jobs at The Corporation. Hell yeah. But there was something different about this day. There was something in the air. At 12.35, the universal lunch break, in in Tucson, Arizona, Susan J69 money sign X12 (laughs) bit into her pink-frosted cupcake, and as she swallowed, her throat began to close. Her eyes filled with blood as she began to swell like a water balloon. Oh, my God. Before she fell over dead, she coughed up what looked like sugar. (laughs) My first song (laughs) is Sickly Sweet by Kenzie. Compliments are sweet. They're sticking to my teeth, yeah. You give me all your attention. 
Man, I I love the the contrast between the verse and the chorus. Right? Yeah. They fit so perfectly well together, but then also like they give off such like like I don't know. It's dope. It's dope. I'm sure. I'm sure they just heard it. They get what I mean. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you said it while we were listening to it. It just like it's like a wave just like hits you. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. just it's such a big contrast, and it just like completely smashes through. But you know it's coming. You know, like it's it's building, but it's building in such a slow, subtle way that when it gets to the chorus, it's just like holy shit. It's like uh, it's like in Monty Python and the Holy Grail when Sir Lancelot keeps running up towards the castle. <laughs> And then all of a sudden he's, he's at the there castle he's stabbing, stabbing people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I also love like the beginning of the song starts off with this like very weird organ sound. Yeah, and it cool. just kind of like makes you go like, oh, this is going to be like a little, a little dark. And then when that bass comes in, you're just like, yeah, this is going to be really dark. You know, <laughs> uh, I also love they do this in the, uh, the sort of the lead up to the chorus. There's like these uh, reverbed vocals that kind of just like invoke like almost like a church like element, you mm-hmm. know, like. Like it just makes it sound very like angelic and like just sort of like something that is um, kind of adding emphasis in a light way. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics themselves it is pretty much like the definition of love bombing. It's this person who's being so sweet and all this other stuff, but then takes it away, ah. you know. And so it's like, and that's why like the the sickly sweet kind of comes in. Uh, but yeah, I just really dug this song. So Kenzie does quite well. She oh, is uh, 2.9 million Fuck uh, yeah. uh, monthly listens. She has one album and like multiple singles. Uh, she has a new song that just came out called Anatomy, uh, and that deals with, uh, I believe, uh, a complex relationship uh, with her with her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but very somber, very like you know sad. But yeah, no, I just dug this song. As soon as I found it, I was just like, oh, shit, like, you know, that's sugar sweet, you know, (laughs) like, oh, it's like it's it's sweet, but so dark, you know, and I think it's the perfect way of someone dying. Well, I love uh, when a song that is relatively poppy yeah. can be so dark. Oh, um, definitely. It's just a nice contrast. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's a, another song that's like, oh, that was an explosion, but it was also a very, like, fucking, like, dark song when you look at it, you know? <laughs> but all across the world, people are experiencing physical reactions to sugar. The hundreds of thousands of people die, including Greg 4X297 Star. No. And live 663 underscore AD. I had a crush on her in elementary school. And Doug. <laughs> I used to work with a guy named Doug. And he's, <laughs> Too bad he's dead. He's, oh. Yeah, sorry, bud. Fuck. Yeah, they got Doug. Miss you. Countless lives, Marshall. <laughs> As this tragic pandemic sweeps through the nation and the world, only one thing is thought. Sugar, we're going down swinging. <laughs> By Midnight String Quartet.
She's a bad bad yeah, but like classy though. Yeah, like pretty. Like, like that, so but like pretty. good. Yeah, mm. like that, but good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, you know, we're going to hear this so much at weddings over the next 10 years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All these millennials getting hitched. <laughs> it's crazy how when you make any song a classical cover like of it, it just makes it so fancy. Yeah, no, I could I could uh uh, uh listen to this at the gala. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what it's and they do a fantastic job of any sort of song that they cover, they like just make that just sound so well done. You mm-hmm. know, even if it's the simplest of songs, they just really find ways to just accentuate the <laughs> composition and whatnot. But I like how like in the, the pre chorus like of the song, they drop the bass, you know, like because mm-hmm. it's going pretty heavy there for like, you know, it's going consistent there for a little bit, and then all of a sudden it just like kind of all drops out. And then comes back in with the chorus, which I feel like, oh, yeah, that's you know, kind of how like the fucking song goes, you know. But uh, <laughs> they've covered almost every fucking artist. Like, really? I was going through, like, I was trying to count how many albums they have. And is I got, each album an artist, or is yes. each album, like, a compilation? So they have both. Okay. So usually okay. they'll have, like, some artists that they do, like, you know, uh, like, you know, five or six songs from that artist, mm-hmm. most of them being, like, the most well-known, and some of them being just like, oh, this sounds really fucking great, you know, as, like, a composition. Played you know? with a string quartet. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they have 361,000 monthly listens. Uh, like I said, too many albums to count i got to 24 and i was like that's the highest number this is like what plays in the elevator of like a tech company run by a a, a dude in his 30s (laughs) (laughs) whose girlfriend dumped him and that's why he started this business (laughs) i started this business for love (laughs) or the lack thereof (laughs) we're going down down because that's the elevator you know Like I said, they just have so many different uh, artists for me. When I found like the Fallout Boy version, I was like, "Well, let me listen to the My Chemical Romance album." <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I like, yeah, I like yeah. MCR, so I was just like, "Oh, this is really nice." Hearing all these fucking sad boy <laughs> songs done in such a classy God, way. Taking me back to our mixtape episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> but people are now quarantined in their homes. As the CDC tries to figure out why this is happening. They have noticed that this trend is higher when people consume sugar. Outraged by this news, this starts a new conservative TikTok trend. (laughs) Called A Spoonful of Sugar, where people film themselves eating a spoonful of sugar. They all die. This causes a recall on all sugar products, which leads me into my next song, No Sugar Tonight, by the Shirelles.
man. Fucking sing it, you know? Dude, that that song is funky and groovy and dope. Yeah. I like it. So, like, uh, this is actually a cover of a Guess Who song. Right? Oh, okay. And there's okay. kind of a funny story about how this song was written, right? So, Randy Bachman of the uh, Guess Who, right? He was... He was outside walking the streets, and he sees these three tough, like, biker-looking dudes, right? <laughs> and they're so tough, and they're all, like, you know, all beefy and whatnot. <laughs> all of a sudden, a car pulls up, and this woman who's, like, five foot nothing steps out and just starts yelling at one of the guys, <laughs> right? And two of the dudes just straight up dip, right? <laughs> And she's just yelling at this guy, like, you know, like, just giving him the fucking business. And she's just, like, get in the fucking car, right? And right as she's leaving, she says to him, and you're not going to get any sugar tonight. <laughs> so he wrote this song with the Guess Who. And it's a it's a good song. It's, uh, like, it's two songs in one. They do that. And then I think they do another one called, like, uh, uh, Come Through Mother Nature or something like that. That version is good. But this one has so much more power to it. And this I, one's phenomenal. It's it's the 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 horn section just is like an amazing bonus, and the mix of the drums is higher in this and the oh, nice. than their yeah. like recording, and it just adds so much like funk and soul to it. Well, and honestly, it was like kind of a, a thing that was kind of far back in the mix, but there was this synth that was just like very high pitched and yeah. was playing these long notes in the back that I heard in kind of like my left side ear mm. left left channel track <laughs> um and it just sounded like phenomenal it was one of it's one of those things where it's just like it's I, I heard it and i noticed it and it was just like i had an appreciation instantly of just like man they put a lot of different like layers and, a, yeah. and effort and a, and and yeah it's good and i feel like also because the song has a uh, female vocalist like it's more of like a power yeah, thing. like yeah. you know, like no sugar tonight. You know, like it. It kind of shifts the the narrative where it's like I feel like in the original recording is kind of more of like a oh no sugar tonight. You know, where it's like no fuck no sugar tonight. You know, like <laughs> you're not getting any. I don't need any of this shit. You know, like <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have a 1.5 million monthly uh, oh, listeners. Dead. This album is their 1971 album where they kind of shift more into that. They had some stuff in the 60s that I would say is more staple like sort of girl group 60 sounds you know okay, like yeah. like uh the ronettes and other things like that like it's it's not anything like as funky and soulful mm-hmm. well they uh, found their groove yeah they have uh they have like 14 albums i believe Shit. and uh one song i would also recommend and it's off the same albums called take me it's kind of like a, a nice romantic song i like it a lot but yeah no definitely check them out the, yeah this song fucking rips uh <laughs> 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 it was so funny i was just looking for songs that were just like you know no, like sugar withdrawal like no sugar <laughs> and then i found this version and i was like oh man this one slaps so fucking much, hell yeah you know? dude but now the entire world enters this new era without sugar people celebrate birthdays with cereal mel gibson is forced to find a different word to degrade women <laughs> Children are. Don't hit me. (laughs) (laughs) He's just he's just at like a whiteboard. Like he can no longer say sugar tits. He's like he's like uh, honey tits. No. Splen Splenda tits. Splenda tits. No, it's too many syllables. You know. Come on. He's like slapping himself, and he's Australian. 
children are now well behaved, you know? Ugh. It's awful. Yeah. It's terrible. The general public feels trapped inside their homes, becoming paranoid that <laughs> something is going on, that someone out there is pulling the strings. My next song is Conspiracy by Businessmen. Marshall, that bass line is so fucking evil. Dude. <laughs> that song is so sick. Yeah. That song is so <laughs> sick. Oh my God. I fucking love this song. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, businessmen, I'm going to check them out and listen to more of them. Yeah. Uh, this is fucking dope. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so, like, that fucking bass line just immediately got me. I was looking up songs for conspiracy. Like, I was just like, ah, like, you know, this is the part where people just start getting paranoid and crazy, yeah. you know? And when I found this song, that first bass line hits, and I go, man, that's fucking, like, dark and evil. And then that fucking drum pad comes in. <laughs> I was like, but we're funky. Right. And then that fucking strum of the guitar that has that sort of, like, you know, I literally Western out loud. Feel, yeah. I literally out loud went like, "Whoa!" <laughs> when the guitar, when the guitar did that thing. Um, my favorite part, personally, was yeah. I loved in the chorus, and it happened in the verses as well, but not as emphasized. But in the chorus, when she was singing, yeah, and then they had his voice doing a harmony, but like digitally, super yeah. deep underneath it, yeah. and it was like just like, a, oh, it was dope. It sounds like that sort of like anti-smoking ad where the person <laughs> yeah. is using like that little voice box that makes them talk like this. I love how I can manipulate you. Yeah, I used to be prom queen. <laughs> it's like if that person started a band and then it fucking rips. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like, I also love, there's a specific lyric, I love uh, how I can manipulate you. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that is such a fucking like crazy... <laughs> thing to say to and they somebody just repeat it at yeah, you dude they, they repeat it and then there's that uh, later in the song there's like a breakdown and that's all they say yep. and it's like they say it like slower and just like more like they start adding in like wisps of like you know just breath and it just it just <laughs> makes it so fucking creepy fucking rules uh it's they're dope. they're at 167 monthly listens uh, what I know. We need to give them listens, bro. Yeah, this is their most popular song, I think, around like 2,000 or so listens, and it's a dope fucking song. Deserves more. Uh, and they have one album out, uh, so they're like a newer band, but uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> the album is called Sex Doll Addicts. <laughs> This is a great yeah. name. Yeah, well, that would have helped you with your problem, your conundrum at the doctor. Yeah, he should have prescribed <laughs> me a sex doll. <laughs> going, to, going to a sex shop with a doctor's like script yeah. and being like, hey, so um, I need to pick up a, one of these. Oh, you need Blowing Lucy? <laughs> Do you take my insurance? Blue Balls, Blue Shield. Blue Balls, Blue Shield. Not America. This is a mature audience show. <laughs> 
but yeah, I also recommend the song. Uh, I think it's their first song off the album. I think it's called Sunken Fatalities. Mm-hmm. But with all the time spent at home, people take to the internet to vent out their frustrations and their theories. This creates an echo chamber of delusion. Why would this happen, Zach? I don't We've know. We've never seen this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a theory forms that this was all created to further the agenda of Stevia <laughs> by lunch. love that yeah right? i love that that's that fucking great. guitar riff in the beginning that's great. just like that tone that tone, everything oh, it's just beautiful. like it's so high strung and yet so like resting anger <laughs> you know like i, I love well, it i love they have like an amount of like gain or distortion on it but it's like it's like not enough to overpower anything you're still getting like the plinky nature of yeah. the guitar yeah um uh, it's great it's great i just love the opening lyrics which are the hills are alive with the sound of content <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> that was fucking good. Yeah, it's like a witch is a play on the hills are alive with the sound of music, but the sound of content. Like, it's just so fucking funny. My favorite was when he goes, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. He does that a couple of times. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they have a like heavy like block party influence, and I want to read that makes their, sense. Yeah, I'm gonna read their bio. It's Lunch are a post punk group who blend the house party hooks of block party, the three pint charisma of Shame's vocals with Blur's most raucous guitar work. Woohoo! Yeah, and I think that was like, yeah, that's uh, like as soon as I heard this, I was like, man, this kind of reminds me of Block Party. And then yeah. I read their like fucking bio, and I was like, oh, they know it. They, you know, yeah, they get it. They get it. Um, but yeah, I just I, I love that opening guitar sound. Also, that riff between the first chorus and the second verse is just fucking like mm-hmm. hype as hell. Like it's just so fucking yep. good. They only have about two hundred and forty one monthly listens, which which is you know it makes a little bit of sense. Uh, they're kind Kind of a newer band. Um, there, this song came out in 2022, and they've released three other songs uh, mm-hmm. in this year of 2023. Uh, <laughs> so they have four singles in total. I also recommend the song "Fridge Magnet," <laughs> which is just like an anthem for Karens. Oh, like it's hell like yeah. is live laugh love like it's so fucking funny. <laughs> hell yeah! And then uh, their uh, newest song also fucking rips is called "Freedom of Choice." 
and uh, that one's also really good. But I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to to see where these guys go. I, I immediately was like, and follow. Like this yeah. is, you know, I, I can't oh, wait. To see. I, I liked this song. I added this to my liked songs like immediately after I heard that yeah. guitar tone at the top. I was like, I know I'm gonna like this. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you Fridge Magnet after this show. Hell yeah, it's fucking, it's worth it. Uh, <laughs> but the radical pro sugar fanatic stormed the Capitol headquarters. <laughs> Of the Stevia Corporation. They break into the lobby, (laughs) pouring water and all the fake plants, pissing in the koi pond, and unorganizing all the TPS reports. They also killed a couple of cops. Yeah. Oh, the humanity, Marshall. (laughs) But, you know, this is all private property, so they were executed on site. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the end of my playlist. That makes sense. It's it's the corporation. So. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, Stevie is part of the corporation. Yeah, they're so. one of the parts. <laughs> they were executed on site. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no trial. No shaman. Not. <laughs> no sugar shaman. He's dead. And they cover it all up. Fuck. <laughs> hey. Well, Marshall, I'm excited to hear your playlist. <laughs> this is gonna be a tough one to follow. That was a great story, dude. Yeah, uh, well you. written, Appreciate well executed, it. great songs. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Um, so we're just gonna start mine out the gates with my first song. Hell yeah! Uh, which is "Orange Juice" by Friars. Ooh. I was in the back of the car when I first heard the news. I felt my adrenaline levels rising through the roof. Then I got this sinking feeling. I don't think I'll ever lose. Turn this thing around and go directly to a dark saloon. I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like drinking. Orange juice, orange juice, orange juice, orange juice, orange juice. I don't care. That was nice, dude. I know. Isn't that a great song? Yeah, that's super nice. I mean, it's just, it's it's so weird because it's very, like, it's very poppy, but there's so many elements of the song that, like, make it not poppy. Right. Like, you know, like, I was like, like, oh, if you stripped some of the weird parts out, I could show this to my mom and she'd right, like it. Right. You know, but I don't <laughs> strip the weird parts out. Like, I love the weird They're parts. They're phenomenal, yeah. right? Especially in the middle of the song where it has that, like, breakdown with the strings, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. Like, Everything, like, a lot of stuff that drops out in the track, the strings come in. Oh, yeah, it's so it's just, good. It's just all so well done. Like, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. There's a lot of production value in this track. Yeah, for sure. A lot you know? of production value. And his voice is so great and just, mm-hmm. like, the overall, like, rhythm and flow that he has which i know we talk about like in rap music and stuff but everything just like felt like it's coming at you yeah you know yeah, like, one, everything like like the timing on it's immaculate you know 100%, it's like it's, yeah. it's 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 very like calculated in its presentation and it's mm-hmm. very good yeah <laughs> um i said that this song it manages to be a feel-good track but with the lyrics that he's singing about underneath it also feels like uh like you're working through a layer of brain fog, like when you're leaving the bar late at night, yeah, or like when you wake up and you're like, you wake up like with your alarm, but you're feeling a little sick, right? Yeah, and, and, sure. And it's just kind of that sensation of like, 
uh, like, 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 how am I going to get through this? You right, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you meet up with your friends at the bar after going through it. You know, right, and you, that, right. that, that presence is still looming over you, even though you're having a good time because now you're with your friends. Exactly. It's still in the background. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's great, dude. I love that. Um, it's like it has nothing so heavy that it takes like the pep out of your step. Yeah. Um, but it's just enough to get you in that goofy thought pattern. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, like you said, I really love the strings that come into the mix during the middle of the song. Oh, um, yeah. Really incredible part. Mm-hmm. The strings do an excellent job of they kind of push a melancholy feel into yeah. an otherwise very like positive song. You yeah, know? definitely. Friars has three albums out and several singles. Hell yeah. They've got a song called Moscow that I like a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, don't know the context for it. It's a good song, though. Um, so if you liked the tone of this one, like definitely check that one out because it's, it's a good vibe. I definitely will. That was fucking dope. <clears throat> now for the story. Henry Bronconowitz woke up at 10.25 a.m. Immediate panic set in as he realized it was a Monday. Immediate relief followed when he recalled that he had submitted PTO for the whole week off. Nice. After all, it is Pet Cat Charles' birthday week. (laughs) (laughs) Letting out a long sigh of relief, a shiver suddenly goes up through Henry's spine. Something feels a little off. Charlie hops up onto Henry's bed, purring. But then suddenly, with a spike of pain, a piercing thought rushes into Henry's head. It doesn't feel like his own. It feels like a violation. It's working. It's really working. He's taken aback, as the thought didn't come from his own mind. Ugh, this feels weird. Maybe I should swing by the doctor this morning and make sure I'm good. I'd hate to be sick this catterday. He fist bumps Charlie. (laughs) Oh, he knows him as Charlie. (laughs) To the rest of us, it's Charles. (laughs) They're casual together. They've known each other a long time. They live together. (laughs) He throws on a sweater and some boots before hitting the door. But then remembering that shiver that went up his spine, he decides to grab his favorite red jacket on his way out. Red, he thinks to himself. Which brings me to my next song. Doctor by Teen Mortgage. I can't take credit for finding this song. Uh, Zach, you found this song and you sent it to me like, hey, I think you'll really like this band. Yeah. And then here I am, weeks later, using this song in one of my playlists because I'm a selfish bastard. Well, to be, I mean, to be fair, I only found this song because I was listening to Rickshaw Billy, which ah, you showed me. Love so I Rickshaw. Mean, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> literally, it all, it's all cyclical, baby. <laughs> it all comes back around. The circle of tunes. <laughs> <laughs> It's the circle of tunes. <laughs> um, I love the riffage in this song. Oh, yeah. 
It remains totally consistent throughout the whole track, but there's some really interesting bits where they just do like different inflections on different notes. And like yeah. I, I say, it's 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 the same. It's not like it's the same riff the whole time. Yeah, it's just tonally the same. You know what yeah. I mean? It carries you from start to finish. Yeah, it's it it it, it takes you to a level and keeps it there until the exactly. song's over. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It, it it one of those riffs. Honestly, or, or the way that riff works, it honestly reminds me of a lot of like fiddler songs. Yeah, definitely. You know where it's just like it's just like hey, here's the ride that you're on. Let's go. It's like a fiddler did meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Fiddler did meth in the UK, in the UK, <laughs> oh, that's why they call a doctor because they can see one. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, I personally really enjoy when it does the shrill bits on the guitar and the chorus during mm-hmm. the riff. It's like da 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> I love the uh, the the use of toms on the fills or yeah. on the oh. drums. You know, it's like oh shit, like it's just it, it's so fucking heavy, exquisite. For a band that should be as stressed as it is for being a teenager with a mortgage, yeah, exquisite. Fantastic. <laughs> um, this band mostly has—I say mostly—they only have just a bunch of singles out, right? Um, I think they've got like six or seven different singles. Um, but every single one of them rips, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, another song that I uh, uh, I've been headbanging to a lot this week is called "Sick Day." Yeah, that was uh, good. By them, and that one's real solid. I almost used it on this playlist because it's like, frankly, just as applicable. Right. But I opted for "Doctor" instead. <laughs> um, one thing I did think was cool. So these guys have 254k monthly. So like, they've got a good following. Um, yeah. Especially for just having a bunch of different singles out. Yeah, definitely. Um, but one thing that I thought was really cool is that it's just a duo. Yeah. It's just two dudes. And for being two dudes, they have like, they're, they have a huge sound. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I would have thought it was a full band. Absolutely. So Now, Henry lives in one of those 15-minute cities, so he begins the casual walk to the doctor. Most of the walk, he has his eyes glued to his phone. The only thing able to distract him from online shopping for a little suit for Charlie is the occasional shiver up his spine. Oh, no. But then suddenly another thought pierces into his mind. 7.3 billion accepted. 588 million remain. The thought feels like an ice pick in his skull. Henry falls to his knees and begins to retch from the pain. In the same instant, he hardly registers as several cars careen into each other. Ah. A severed hand flies out of a window and lands next to him. Gross. Struggling to focus his eyes, he finally sees what it is that landed before him, but he can't even process it through the pain. Red, he thinks, as he regains his footing and continues towards the quack shack. (laughs) He's happy that that thought, at least, was his own. As he approaches the front door, his feet crunch on broken glass. Which brings us to our next song. No One's Home by Double Lyrical. No one home, just my thoughts keeping me company. No stone in the dome, up in the submarine. I go alone, cause these hoes, I know they love deceiving. Back to the roots, I'm afraid this season. I'll drop the leaves and stop believing. Couple of keepers, but most of these people been buzzing for reasons. Fuckers and creepers, calling to see what's up, but they need some. Fuck with your dog, and it's the blood and the bleed. And I'm with the wolves, it's nothing to choose. And we can fuck with these sheep. Nobody home, memories is company I'd rather be who I am than act like a fucking wannabe So what's it gonna be when you point a gun at me? The best things in life's already gone, so what's it gonna be? You can shoot me at point blank with a couple of me I need no Bible 
Man, that's a fucking great beat. I mean, right, the rapping, dude. the rapping itself was just, you know, a f- phenomenal but like that beat was so dynamic dude this song is is fucking cool yeah <laughs> I, I found this one uh uh when I, I searched no one's home and i just scrolled and i listened to so many songs that were sure. like nobody's home no one's home you know just all these different songs and i got to this one and it immediately hooked me in mm-hmm. uh with that like choir chorus yeah that's that, singing that on that the sample beat. yeah um it sounds like so edgy and dark it's really yeah. cool well it just it sounds like a sense of just like longing and loneliness exactly you know? exactly perfectly like you know uh, uh fits the motif of that song but then like nothing is overused which no, I, correct. I, like yeah. I, I felt like you know i i used to make beats like back in the day when i was like in high school you know like and like i would just take one sample and just then that, loop would, that shit yeah and that would be the whole thing but like the way that this song progresses when it just goes from that starting like chorus sound and then it goes into a little bit less of that, and then it brings in that like sort of like plucking notes on a guitar sound, mm-hmm. and then and then later how it chops up that sample a little bit, and how mm-hmm. like the the drums change, and all this stuff just like really makes like the most out of everything. Like exactly, it's, it's kind of a simple beat when you look at when you hear it, but then you look at all the intricacy that like goes into all the the mix and everything that happens. You're just like, wow, this is really well done. Not tonally. But insofar as like how it's produced, it reminds me of a, a lot of like a lot of the stuff that like LP does. Oh, definitely. Um, 100%, where it's yeah. like it's like he will sit there and he will come back into the chorus and it will be notable as the same beat in the chorus. But he will have changed elements to keep it fresh, keep it yeah, interesting, keep it for moving sure. forward. And, yeah, and I just find that so cool. Yeah. The flows in this song, it reminds me a lot of like 90s and 2000s hip hop. Uh, sure. Uh, Eminem particularly jumps out at me. Yeah, sure. Um, um, it's lyrical. Um, yeah. There's spots where it hits it fast. There's spots where it hits it slow. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of variability. The whole thing, like the combination of like the kind of the dark lyrics and kind of that like the lyrics about like like being alone and wanting combined with like the, this beat that just feels very foreboding, you mm-hmm. know? It really embodies like that lonesome feeling. It feels like there's no path forward. You know, this is the rut that you're in. Yeah, and even the tone of their voice sounds mm-hmm. like, no, they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's what I, like, you can sense a level of pain in what they're talking about and truly that that loneliness, that sort mm-hmm. of uh, no one's home, it's just me, sort of like, you know, like, as someone who has had that feeling, uh, that message came across just like so poignantly because it's mm-hmm. like it sounds like this is something they've lived through well know? and it's it's in the lyrics but like you said it's also in the beat yeah uh, the whole song is able to just embody that mm-hmm. um so double lyrical these guys have thirty one thousand monthly listens so they're doing well they're picking yeah. up you know yeah definitely yeah um they have like 20 plus singles out i didn't count them i just kept scrolling right so yeah. so you know they release a ton of singles um but i really liked this one song i found called devils around me um, it also has that like really dark vibe that I kind of dig, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm just like a little emo boy. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's really cool. I'm definitely going to like listen to more of their music. I really dug this song. I was yeah, really happy song. with this find. Yeah, fucking solid pick. So it's not until Henry pushes open the door of the doctor's office that he sees that all of the windows have been broken, several drip blood. Ooh, red. He thinks to himself as he enters the lobby. He approaches reception to sign in. Good morning, he says to the head of the receptionist on the countertop next to the ledger. 
It is distinctly several feet away from the rest of the uh, receptionist in the office chair. Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> She's not like the head you know, receptionist. That's just the head. Oh, of wow. the receptionist. Oh, no. <laughs> when she does that back. <laughs> when she doesn't respond, he is suddenly hit again with that sharp pain in his head. Infection complete. Initiate phase two. Uh, he weeps. It hurts so bad. Oh. His body is covered in a cold sweat. It's Charlie's birthday. His balls hurt. <laughs> it's funny that all the ball stuff came up because this was written well before <laughs> our intro segment. <laughs> you know, sometimes you and I were just on the same page and we don't even know the, the book. Same know? page or same pains, bro. <laughs> same balls. Slowly he opens his eyes and sees that he's at eye level with the receptionist. His cheek rests in a pool of blood. Suddenly, for a moment, his mourning flashes before his eyes. Through the brain fog, he realizes that his whole morning was real fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Red! He screams out loud as he begins to sprint back to his house, back to normalcy. Yeah. Which brings us to our next song, Realization by Slutavirkning. All right. Let's hope we got that right. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that one before. <laughs> the kind of chaos that this song just embodies is so perfect for poor little Henry and where he's at in the story. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of confusing emotions going on in there. Um, I love that the song opens with just that like kick, just like and then it comes in with like fuzzy bass. Yeah. because uh, it had me a hundred percent convinced that this is just a nice little metal song. Yeah. Uh, but let's it's a bait and switch, Zach. Cause, oh yeah, I knew that when the horns came in. <laughs> yeah, because this is a Swedish anti-capitalist jazz punk band. <laughs> you had me at anti-capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they have a series of EPs called Music of Labor and Sorrow 1, <laughs> Music of Labor and Sorrow 2, and Music and Labor of Sorrow and Sorrow 3. Of course, you gotta make it a trilogy, you know? It's you like, that just... fucking rules, dude. Yeah, that's fucking dope as hell. <laughs> another another notable fact about this band, Slutavirkning, is that their saxophonist is named Texas Johansson. Dope. <laughs> Which is Love dope it. Well. Yeah. He's apparently very famous and accomplished in like Swedish. Like he's a very famous cap, uh, saxophone player. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I thought you were about to say he's a very successful capitalist. And I was like, <laughs> man, that's a weird turn. 
How do you get in here in Texas? It's funny because that was what I was going to say on accident. <laughs> <laughs> so this song is off of their first full-length album. They have uh, a whole bunch of singles out before this. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but this is their first full-length album. I think it might be their only full-length album as well, actually, now that, oh, I, okay. now that I say that out loud. But on this album, they also have another song called uh, Longton's, Longton's Torst. I, I don't know how to pronounce any of this. I'm sure um, our Swedish listeners are offended, but... But that song rips, bro. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> uh, that one's a little bit more of, like, the classic punky side. There's a lot of, like, straight eighth notes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But it's 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 really cool. There's a really good sax solo in that one. Um, I think it's the first song on the album, but I could... That, that might just be the top song on their Spotify, so I'm not sure. I could have gotten that mixed up. Yeah, it makes um, sense. But definitely recommend uh, a Long Tons Tort as well. Uh, yeah. Very oh, good yeah. song. As Harry sprints, he begins to feel very ill. His joints ache. His mouth dries. Oh no, he's high. <laughs> he looks around and he sees other people. Some are dead and dying. Others are in the throes of illness, fluids everywhere. But worst of all, he sees an Arby's. Oh no. <laughs> uh, he sees a man who just like won't stop puking. But that's not the most disturbing thing about this man. This man wields a huge axe, and he's chopping people in the middle of projectile ralphing. Oh, jeez. Atop his head, a house cat sits. It's riding him like a horse. Oh, no. He has a little collar on that looks like a little red necktie. It's really cute. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Red, thinks <laughs> Henry. Oh, no. <laughs> In his cute little kitty cat mouth is a syringe full of liquid. The cat locks eyes with Henry, and his man mount drops the axe and approaches Henry, who is frozen in place. When they pull up next to him, the cat begins to purr before hopping down to Henry's feet. Ah. The cat does a couple little figure eights around his ankles. Yeah, kitty. Um, and then it, like, paws at him, like, hey, hey, give me a head scratch. Yeah. It's all just adorable. You know, minus the blood and the guts and the puke and the death yeah. surrounding him. It's a cat. Um, And then for a brief moment as he's reaching down to pet the kitty on his head, he kind of like notices a pool of blood at his feet. And suddenly he absorbs all of the chaos that's happening around him and it breaks his days. He shrieks, RED! Yeah. And then he sprints the last few blocks before he gets home, flinging open his front door. And Charlie is sitting there, just inside, playing with a little mouse toy. Ah. But clearly sitting and waiting. Oh, no. Which brings us to our last song, Ascension, Edition 2, Part 2, by John Coltrane. (laughs) Hell yeah.
this is uh this song is from my favorite musical uh overstimulation the musical because <laughs> the way this song starts is so goddamn chaotic i mean to be fair this is addition to part two yes <laughs> there is a part one that's also around 20 minutes long that's uh, a little bit more digestible at 0.0, .0 on yeah. the on the timestamp. but i mean here's the thing about <laughs> jazz music that i love it's very uh -huh. dynamic and mm -hmm. there are plenty of you know there's the the age-old b-movie quote you like jazz you, you like know? jazz you know and there's and there's an element that can be light and like very like fun and like you know sort of funky and like mm -hmm. other stuff like that but then when jazz is used like dark jazz like when jazz is used for like evil right like, like, <laughs> oh boy like one of my favorite movies is whiplash uh -huh. and like that movie uh the way it uses jazz to accentuate <laughs> uh scenes of anxiety and scenes of just pure terror and like just like oh man this is fucked you know like uh, jazz can do that you know like no, and, exactly what you just described Mm -hmm. It's like it's so pertinent because it was when I was thinking about what I wanted this part of the story to feel like. Yeah, um, it's like I haven't listened to Coltrane in a long time, but I was like, I know that I want one of the people who could deliver like a masterclass on jazz. Yeah, to do this last song. Yeah, um, because there's so many elements to it, and there's so many. Obviously, like the instrumentation is like is like. It's super wild, but also it's like it's like immaculate insofar as like these are incredible musicians and yeah. it's like they're each doing their piece of the puzzle. And like sometimes the puzzle looks like all the puzzle pieces are just strewn all over the fucking table. Right. Um, but it's supposed to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's jazz. That's you the know? point, baby. <laughs> My favorite part is at about like 1430 or 15 minutes. Uh, everything drops out except for a bass, and I think it's a violin. It might be a cello. I think it's I think it's two cellos. Is it two there's, cellos? There's one who's just uh, uh you know plucking, just like doing upright bass, like mm -hmm. you know, just like, and then there's another one that I think is just going with the you know the the string and mm -hmm. just I mean just fucking letting it rip and just making it so unnerving. It's unnerving is the perfect word, man. It sounds so evil in the yeah. best way yeah um it's just like i i i it's like in my head it's that evilness is the sound that hits yeah when he opens the door and he sees charlie sitting there after right. he saw this cat controlling a man who was murdering people yeah who were violently and the rest Ill. of the song is that confusion as he's trying <laughs> yep. to pick, figure it out and then like that like you were talking about just like uh, putting a puzzle together like it's like you didn't know what the puzzle was and then you see it's a creepy clown yeah, you, you, you put the last piece in the puzzle and it's just it's just a guy with a knife but he's in your living room standing behind you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um if you haven't listened to coltrane you definitely should he's one of the greats yeah he's got uh, uh 2.4 million monthly listens for a reason yeah i particularly like a song that i've always really enjoyed by coltrane is uh, a locomotion oh yeah of course. um it's off the album blue train um mm -hmm. which is also blue train is also a dope song yeah <laughs> um but uh, I just got to say, like, like if you haven't listened to him, just check him out. Um, um, maybe it's not your thing. I'm not a jazz guy, per se, but I do really enjoy jazz, like, when it strikes. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, and so give it a shot, because it's, it's definitely worthwhile. And then you can uh, uh, be the pretentious guy in your friend group. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Get yourself some big glasses. Henry stands staring at Charlie. Charlie stares back. But he's also licking his fluffy little paw. Oh. <laughs> he begins to purr. The classic cat. 
The voice again enters the back of Harry's mind, but most of the pain is absent. Meow. Don't be scared, Henry. We're not going to hurt you. Henry tries to speak, but he's so just... He's so he's so shocked that words can't quite make it out. <laughs> Finally, he's able to get out a word. What? I thought it was going to be red. <laughs> what? <laughs> As Henry utters that word, he slumps to the floor, just overwhelmed by everything that's happening today. Charlie purrs louder and comes and sits in his lap while making biscuits. Yeah, he's needing. <laughs> he's needing. Henry, you have nothing to fear. You're one of the chosen few, as your people call them, a cat person. <laughs> Plus, we love the catnip that you give us. Yeah, hell yeah. Hook you see, up. ever since we first met you earthlings in Egypt, <laughs> the plan was to use a parasite from our home world to take this planet and exploit it for its resources. Ah, shit. It's like that parasite... That lays eggs in the head of a wasp and yeah. then like mind controls it. Yeah. But then there's a Shyamalan twist where the Shyamalan twist is that it's like M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. That one guy got his arm ripped off. <laughs> Our previous plan failed. You may have heard of it. It was called Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> but when that failed, we knew if we bided our time, we could come back. So this is it, Henry. The sequel, Plague 2, Retribution. With that, a title screen comes up on screen. <laughs> a title card comes up on screen. Now get over here, Henry, and scratch my ears. Charlie closes his eyes and purrs. Hey. <laughs> Kitty. Kitty. It's cute. It's so cute. It's cute. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to... to to, to, you know, die. There was a line that I meant to put in there, and I definitely didn't, so I'm just going to say it here now. Yeah, sure. Uh, where, where I was going to have Henry at some point say, I knew you house cats were up to something. <laughs> just because they're so nefarious. I love yeah, cats. They they're so nefarious. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Little crazy bastards. Get over here. <laughs> And well, that's my playlist. Well, Marshall, great playlist. Uh, I, I, I had a blast. Uh, you know, I love cats. If any cats listening out there, hey, we cool. <laughs> you want some catnip? You want some catnip? <laughs> uh, well, Marshall, uh, now it's time to bring it on to our last segment before we go. Uh, you and I have both stated that we don't have insurance. So mm-hmm. I think uh, it's it's good for us to just consult the old WebMD to see if... Uh, you know, we can diagnose ourselves with any sort of ailments that we have. <laughs> Always a healthy thing to do. Yeah, of course, Marshall. <laughs> All right, we are what age? I'm 30. All right, we are 30 years old, and we are male? Between the two of us. Yeah. All right, what are your symptoms? Can't stop pissing. Can't stop you can put urinating if you think that might yield Pissing. better results. Uh, let's see. Urine stops flowing. Let's try that one. Work in reverse. Work in reverse. Yeah. We'll figure out what we. <laughs> we'll figure out what we might need to contract to help with this symptom. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Marshall, you. Uh, so we have bladder stones, but uh, flip it, reverse it. Right. 
we have. I need to get bladder stones and then I'll stop pissing. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Solve Good that to know. one. I'm going right. to go buy so much more soda. <laughs> <laughs> My second symptom, uh, separate issue, I think, separate health issue. Uh, Zach, I've got I've got this goiter. Goiter? I'm sure you've noticed my goiter, my huge, my huge bulging goiter on the bottom of yep. my throat. Yep, yep. See the goiter? Yeah, see that right there? All right. Not taking any medication. Okay. Because <laughs> I haven't been to the doctor in so long. He knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says here you have goiter. <laughs> oh, goiter's goiter's not a symptom. It's a, it's a health issue in, a, in and of itself. It's both. <laughs> Goiters are a symptom of goiter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that got me so much. <laughs> Can I just, like, poke it with a needle and pop it, or do I need to, like... I mean, it says you got one, so... <laughs> I'm scared. You do with that what you will. All right, anything else? Anything else you got? Uh, Extra teeth. Uh, we are unable to find any conditions that match that symptom. So, so hey, just... buddy, you're patient zero. <laughs> I've got teethitis. It says I gotta take a picture of you and report you. Okay. Okay. I'm smiling with all my teeth. All right. Let's see what else you what else you got. Uh, I have extraneous body hair. Uh, yeah. It says we're fine. Oh. Okay. Something just happened. I've got a new symptom. Oh yeah. Yeah. All my body hair just fell off. Oh, lots of body hair. I got you, buddy. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to have to vacuum. Uh, yeah, nothing. Uh, what else is wrong with you? Oh, my God. So much, dude. Um, 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 I've, got, I've got two tickets to paradise. Delusions. <laughs> he knows I can't afford shit. <laughs> yeah, one more. One more for us. Uh, 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 hearing loss. All right. It says you're diabetic. Type oh 2 forehead God. kiss. <laughs> and that is the type 2 forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we really appreciate you having us and, uh, you know, helping us out as we diagnose ourselves. Uh, be sure to follow us on any sort of platform that you're listening to this podcast on. If you could also give us a review, five stars or more, whatever your heart's telling you, it would help us out a lot. We would really appreciate it. You guys can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out and make contact with us, you can do that by emailing us eardrunk at gmail.com you can uh, let us know if we fucked anything up or if you got a idea for a playlist we're all ears we're the earbuds uh and we're ear drunk so we might not read it correctly the first time i'm not sure if you've seen the logo but we are literally all ears all of us i should have put that into webmd <laughs> <laughs> i'm all ears <laughs> You guys can also go into the description of this episode and find these dope, amazing playlists with all these wonderful artists who made these amazing, amazing songs. You guys can check out also another dude who's sick as fuck, and that is J.W. Francis. Oh, that dude? That dude. dude. That guy's sick as fuck. That guy's so fucking sick. 
Uh, JW lets us use his song Lo-Fi off the album. We share a similar joy. It's a dope tune. We love it a lot. We I listen to it every week. It's amazing. And you probably do, too, if you listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> And also want to give a, a final shout out to uh, the man who created our amazing logo. That is Dane Valness. Uh, Dane has created a new card game that's on Kickstarter right now. So go and check it out. It's called Siegeborn Saga. Uh, Marshall and I have played this game a lot. He gave us a demo version. We've been playing it. It's amazing. Uh, and be sure to check it out right now. I think he's almost halfway to his goal. He still has, like, I believe, like 20 days left. Uh, but, yeah, go out and check out this fucking game. We love it a lot. We can't wait until this thing gets funded so everybody who contributes can play this game and see how dope it is for themselves. Uh, and he does have multiple reward options. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, he just you, launched a T-shirt, uh, a t-shirt. option. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. If card games aren't your steez, but you just want to support, like, uh, uh, the artists who help support us, yeah, uh, you know, feel free to uh, go on there and, and support Dane in his endeavors because it's a really fun game. And uh, it's a really cool T-shirt. It looks kind of like a metal band shirt. It uh, does. I, I want to yeah. get one. I, get one <laughs> I gotta re fucking do the thing yeah, just so yeah. I can get another. I don't even shirt. want the game. I've got the demo. Give me the shirt. Give me the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the shirt. Uh, but yeah, with all that being said, I have been your host Zach Webb, and I'm a bunch of kitty cats killing everyone. And have a kick-ass day. Yeah.